podcast, we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business, our parenting, and especially our relationships. We'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun. Grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Kara with the She's the Owner podcast. Happy New Year. And um, 2021, let's hope is... Well, you know what? I'm not even going to say that because 2021 was good for me um, in some ways, not in all ways. In some ways, it was good for me, and I hope it was good for you. I think one of the biggest things that I came out of from last year was clarity on my mission, clarity on how I wanted this year to look. I've joined a new mastermind group, which is completely incredibly on fire already. And we've only met once. Um, and so I'm very, very excited about, about that next chapter, um, for the next 90 days in this mastermind group that I'm in. It's an accelerator group. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to kind of hone in on for 2021 is the, the, the sort of topics that I'm going to cover in the podcast. So I'm still going to have guests on for sure. Um, but I'm going to spend a lot more time really focusing on talking about business and women in business. So my mission in life is to help women rediscover their feminine energy and still crush it in business. And here's the interesting part about that. It's what I came to realize over the last several months is that um, even my content, when I'm talking to women through my website, through my podcast, through my blog, I'm speaking to women as if they're already in their feminine energy or close to their feminine energy. And what I came to realize over the last several months was that that was completely wrong. Like I'm talking to you as if you already are on the other side of, of this and you're not. And it's crazy because that's, you know, as, as, coaches and, and, um, mentors and teachers and such, we tend to think about, you know, like, how did we miss that? How did I, where was that blind spot? Well, it's a fucking blind spot. Of course you missed it. Um, that's why you have coaches. That's why you have people, everybody, I think everyone should have a coach no matter what you're doing, but for sure, if you're an entrepreneur and that was a blind spot, like I'm looking at my stuff in my content and I'm thinking, I'm talking to you as though you've already understood and merged from being always in your masculine into your feminine. And that just isn't the case. And so a lot of my content, I'm going to be sort of focused on talking about business first, because that's the thing we have in common. And what my goal and my mission is, is to help you understand how to be able to balance the both of those things. So just for any newbies who've not heard the podcast or are unfamiliar with what I'm even talking about, the way that I speak about masculine and feminine energy, and one of my teachers, Tony Robbins, um, He's really kind of the catalyst for all of this um, stuff that I've been doing the last year and a half, two years almost now. And what it is, is that as women business owners, we have to be in a certain gear. And that gear is the masculine, the masculine energy. So men have it, women have it. We have, everybody has both energies. There's no, no one on this planet that's strictly masculine or strictly feminine. We both kind of, you know, it's the yin and the yang. It's like duality between us. You have the soft in your heart part and then up in your head. So in your head, masculine, that's where you're making decisions. You're very decisive. Um, you're more assertive. You know what you want. You have drive, ambition. That's where all of those characteristics 
kind of reside is in the masculine. And in the feminine, it's our intuition, it's our thoughtfulness, our sensuality, our nurturing, vulnerability, um, patience, all of those characteristics are really in the feminine energy. And so what happens for business owners who are female is we tend to live far too far into the masculine. And what does that look like? For me, it looked like I was talking to my kids like they were my employees. I was getting a bit too militant. So like, even when I talk about doing chores, things like that, it would be very like, let's get this shit done. It was never like, you know, soft. And I didn't speak to the feminine in my children. So I started to notice this and I also was single at the time and um, I'm in a transition period now as well, but I was fully single back when I really started to think about this. And I thought like, why do I keep ending up talking to guys that are kind of like more feminine and they're not very assertive and they're very wishy-washy and they're just sort of like kind of go with the flow. Um, so hashtag COVID life. I had to pause so I could tell my kid to keep it down because she's homeschooling. But anyway, so I was, you know, I was trying to figure out why am I meeting these type of men and why am I attracting this? Well, the big secret was I was in my masculine. And so what happens as women is if you're in your masculine, the odds of you attracting a masculine man are very, very slim because the reality is, and another way that I put it is sort of alpha female, alpha male. And what happens is there's not a lot of men that are going to try to out alpha you. And you're not going to attract those type of men because a man in his true mature masculine really wants to provide for a woman and not have the woman just be like, oh, I can fucking do everything. And you don't, I don't need help from anybody, blah, blah, blah. So that doesn't, and that's, was me. I was very proud of the fact that I could do everything and I didn't need anybody. And, you know, I was a single mom at night or 22 or 21 rather. So I was, I prided myself on being in what I didn't understand was called the masculine, but that's what it was. And so I started to really dig in and think like, why, why am I this way? Why, like, why do I have this energy about me? Why am I always, you know, and it's sort of, you know, it can be um, like you take over a room, but not in a positive way. Like you're just, you, you could be bossy, you know, and, and the, the thing that drives me the most crazy, I think about it is that there is some type of badge of honor, the bossier and the bitchier you are, you at least you know, it's portrayed in the media and television, et cetera, that that's a good thing. So like if we're bigger bitches and if we're more, you know, if we're, we hustle as hard and we do all this shit and we act like guys, we get rewarded for that. It's especially on TV. Like you think about, cause I, I, you know, obviously I spent a lot of time researching and where did all these things, where was this conditioning started? Well, for me in the eighties, like every show you ever watch, was a strong woman who was a complete asshole. So you get this messaging that if I want to be successful, I also need to be a bitch. I also need to be bossy. I also need to be a hard ass. I also need to wear the pants in the family, right? Like all of those narratives are true and that's what we've lived into. And so in the feminine, you know, so, so I'll back up. Like when I started to investigate this about myself and I started to think like, what what's the opposite? I'd done some Tony Robbins events. I'd heard a little bit about masculine feminine, didn't really know a whole lot about it. And I really just dug in and I thought, I'm not the only woman who who's experiencing this. And guess what? I'm not most of us. And that's a big statement. Most of us 
are in our masculines. Whether you're a mom, you're a businesswoman, you're a leader, an executive, whatever. Most of us are in our masculine. And most of the men have been reduced to going into their feminine, which is not their core. Okay, so hear that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a man being in his feminine, but typically that isn't his core. Most guys want to step up and and live into their masculine, their mature masculine, their king, their warrior. So I started to do all this research and and I, you know, I started having these incredible people on my podcast. I'd have women business owners who would come in and and I would say, let's talk about this. And they would, every one of them basically would think, you know, if they hadn't already done this work, it would be like, holy shit, I'm in my masculine. And that was it. And so time goes on, time goes on. And I'm, and I'm thinking, you know, I really want to coach women on this topic because it's so interesting to me, like women, the women who think they're, that they're not in their masculine are the ones who are the most in their masculine. So I have women sometimes will be like, yeah, I totally understand this concept. Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not in my masculine. And then I'll hear them interact. And I'm like, you couldn't be more in your masculine sweetheart if you tried. And so it's, you know, when, when we talk about business, so business is my, my jam because I, I am an alpha woman, I'm an alpha female and I do love business and I love that hustler mentality and hustle mentality. And I love, you know, setting goals and going after them, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. If you are in that zone a hundred percent of the time, or even 60, 70% of the time, you're going to burn out. Women will burn out. Men No, they're designed differently. They're built differently. Their hormonal clock is 24 hours. Ours is 28 days, give or take. Women cannot operate in the masculine as much as we have been. And you don't even know you're doing it until something bad happens. Like, for instance, your body will shut down. You may have, excuse me, some type of cancer growing. You may have some type of high blood pressure. You may have gained weight. You may have back problems. You may have aches and pains. That is our body's way of saying you need to slow the fuck down. And it's not, it's not, it isn't complicated, but it's never talked about. Right. So we're always, you know, women, and this is the thing that I'm very passionate about, especially this year. I'm going to talk a lot more about hormones and cycling. Um, Because here's the thing if you think that your personal life is separate from your business life, as in you are different people, you are wrong. You are the same person. We wear different hats, but you're not a different person. You're the same person. And so the the challenge is, the goal is, is to balance that person instead of trying to act like here I'm in my masculine and here I'm in my feminine. It just doesn't work that way. I mean, you can attempt it and let me know how it goes because I know it's not going to go well. And I don't mean to be harsh, but that's the reality. There's no, it's not possible to, to categorize or compartmentalize you. You're still one person. You're still one glorious goddess. And the sooner you get that, the better off you'll be for sure. And it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful mastery of being able to balance these two. And have I perfected it? Fuck no. But I sure as hell am a lot further than I was two years ago. And now I understand it and I catch myself and I can put my, you know, feminine energy hat on like this when I need to. And I can put my masculine and I can go between the two. But I'm definitely still one person. I'm still Kara. Right. And so the the burnout for me was a realizing like the men that I was interacting with, 
I found really frustrating and I was not feeling the vibe with them. And who knows why they were in their feminine, but I know that as a masculine woman, I was attracting them. So what, what does that mean in my business? So what that means in the business is if you start to, as a woman, if we follow what all the boys are saying, and I did do a podcast on this recently called the boys club, if you want to check it out. But if, if we're hustling at that same level, we're going to burn out and then we're useless to everybody. We're useless to our families. We're useless to ourselves, to our kids, to our businesses, to our clients, to customers, everything. So it's really acknowledging that, A, I don't have to be in 100% masculine mode all the time. And then B, learning what that looks like to go into the feminine. And that's what I teach women. So I will work with women to create business processes, to work on branding, messaging, all that type of thing. But I don't believe in looking at it only pragmatically. Like there are things that we need to do, things you need to check off. And that is when the masculine energy is paramount in your success. But how you are going to run your business, what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, like are you coming from the heart or are you only coming from a place of money, money, money? That's going to shift when you start to dip into the feminine energy. So for me, um, so I have two companies. One is, is um, she's the owner, but really the brand has changed to karamccarran.com now. So that's where you can find me if you want to check me out. Um, but the other company is called The Content Company. And for me, here's the really interesting part. I have, we've had that company for six years. It's a multiple six figure company. It's, you know, great company. It kind of runs itself. We don't do a ton of um, marketing or anything like that. We get a lot of referrals, et cetera. So for, for a bunch of years, I was told by guys, truthfully, to scale. I could scale it to a multiple seven figure company, no problem, et cetera. And I, and I would get in my masculine and I would get really pumped and really fucking excited. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this because we do content amazing. We have incredible North American writers. They've been with us for a long time. It's like the process is down. The quality is incredible. It's a great little company we've created, but it could be huge. Like if I really wanted to make it big, I could. And I say me because that's my, again, I'm the one who's the driver of the company. I'm the one who, you know, has the the vision and all that type of thing. So why didn't I do that? Why is it still a six-figure company? Because my heart was just not in it. And I had to dip into my feminine to get that. In the masculine, I would get all amped and I'd get all excited. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to, I'm going to run this company into a seven figure, blah, blah, blah. And I, here's what I'm going to do. And I do my plans and I do all my marketing, everything. And then I would not do it. Why? Because my heart's not in it. I don't give a shit about content. Like I give a shit about you guys. I don't give a shit about, yes, I care about how my clients feel. Yes, but I'm not driven by creating content or having that part of my life be my whole life anymore. I, my masculine got us to where, where it is now. And I'm very proud of that. But there's a point where, and Tony talks about this, the art of fulfill, the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. The art of fulfillment only happens in your heart. It will not happen in your head, aka it will not happen in your masculine. You must be in your feminine energy to really start to understand what drives me, what makes me tick. Because your brain's never going to tell you. Your brain is designed to keep you safe. Your masculine energy is designed to move shit forward. If you have a conversation with a man 
Often what will happen is you will want to go into great detail. We, uh, you know, it's referred to as the meadow report. You're giving detail, 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 and I'll explain that in another episode. But a guy's just sitting there thinking two things. What is the point of this conversation and how do I fix it? That's the masculine, right? So that's how masculine energy can really help you in business, but it's not going to sustain you. And I'm proof of that. You know, I've had the company for six, we're going into our sixth year now. And it's pretty static, you know, it's doing well, it's not doing great, it's not doing shitty, Corona definitely affected things, but yeah, it's all right. But the masculine in me is the only thing that made me want to drive that into the seven figures. My feminine energy fought it ever. And it won because anytime I would go three, four months trying to build, 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 and I just run out of steam, or I wouldn't do the things I knew that needed to be done in order to make it successful to that level because my heart wasn't in it. And so when women get into business, I hear all the time, well, it makes sense for me to do this, or on paper, this looks good, or I was really good at this. And I, my first thing, my first thing I ask any client I work with to do is I want to know what your perfect day looks like. So write it out, write it out. Like no one's going to read it. Just write it out. Crazy. The craziest shit you want to put in there, write it out. And probably a hundred percent of the time, are they doing what they want what they're doing now? No. In the masculine, because it makes sense, you're going to be doing whatever it is you're doing but in the feminine, if you got clear and you dug into that heart, you would see that there's a whole other path that you want to take and you're not doing it because your pragmatic self, your masculine energy, the hunter in you is saying, well, this makes sense. I have a paycheck coming, ba 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 ba. I can tell you I've made way more fucking money than I've ever made in a job. And I'm not even, I'm not even at the scratching the surface of what I'm going to do way more money, way less stress. I'm, you know, yes, I have to work my, get my, my own clients and yes, I have to do all that, but it's way like when I think about going back to a job for making, you know, making 65, even 120 grand a year, I want to like, that does not, does not serve me at all. So that, that leads me to my question. So if I, if you were, if you were given the choice right now, and this is the thing where I want you to, you know, if you, if you're able to, if you're not driving, if you're safe in the house, whatever, close your eyes and start to ask yourself in your heart, what do I want to be doing? What am I, what is me? What's. So think about all the things that in your life, like whether, let's just talk about the job, for example, because a lot of times women, we do the jobs we hate because we think we have to. We think that's the only way to make money. It's so not true. And I think 2020 has actually given a lot of credit to the fact that you don't have to actually do the shitty thing that you don't want. To. And some people love their jobs. Don't get me wrong. There's I've not met many of them, but there are people who really do love their jobs. But if you don't, are you prepared to get real about that actual fact? Like, are you ready to get real about admitting it, that you're not happy doing what you're doing. And what, what would you be doing if you weren't doing that? So when you're writing out, if, if you'd like to do the exercise, I would love for you to do it. And I would love to see if you want to send them to me, I would be over the moon to read them. What does your perfect day look like? What would you be doing to make money, to earn income if you weren't doing what you're doing right now? And here's the crazy part. There's so many people, like, it's not like there, you know, the, the, the income level of most women right now is not two, $300,000 a year. That's just not the reality. So most of the people that I talk to are probably making under six figures. So if you're making under six figures, guess what? 
you can be doing that in a lot of other ways that are a lot less stressful with way less resistance. But you have to get real and admit at the, at the onset of it that you're not happy and that you're not feeling um, fulfilled in any way by what you're doing. But at least have the conversation with yourself, right? So don't just sit there and muddle along because it will life will flash by you quick if you're not intentional about it, if you're not conscious. And so I would encourage you, think about what you would be doing if you weren't doing what you're doing now. Um, and then what would your, you know, so perfect day, talk about your life, how you're making money. You know, for me, it's like I wake up and I've just done a paddleboard session on the intercoastal in Florida. That's a big thing for me. I want a snowbird for sure. When things get normal, hell yes, that's what's happening. But write it as if it's happening now. Don't write it like it's 10 years in the future. So write it out as if it just happened. Like I just woke up in my blah, blah, blah room. Describe it. But talk about how you're earning money. That's the first thing. And then the other thing is, on a separate page, write down what your biggest fears about starting a business are. Like I've always fought the fact that I'm an entrepreneur, like right back to the, probably my first, second job. I've had many, many jobs. None of them worked out, obviously. Why didn't they work out? Because I truly am at my core an entrepreneur. I have no desire to work for someone else's dream. And that's really, when I started to hear that phrase, and I, you know, you see it on Instagram, different memes, et cetera. When I saw that, that really hit home for me because that's exactly what I was doing. I used to position it like I'm tired of making other people wealthy or other people money. But now really what it looks like to me is I'm tired of, of working for someone else's dream. Now we need people to work for our dreams. No question. And not everyone is an entrepreneur. Most people aren't. It takes a lot, but I am. And I fought that forever. And why did I fight that? Because I had a whole bunch of limiting beliefs around what entrepreneurship was. Back 20 years ago, it wasn't cool to start your own business. You were, if you started your own business, it was like real estate. That's what you did when you fucked up at everything else and you couldn't hack it. Oh, she's going to start her own business. Like, what did I know? I knew nothing, but I've learned over the last 20 years a lot, right? I've had multiple businesses um, and I've learned a lot about from, from each of them. I've learned stuff, but I fought that concept for a long ass time. And it's not until probably, I guess, maybe six years ago where I was like, all right, this is actually who I am. I'm not a worker bee. I'm not somebody who wants to work for somebody else and clock in at nine and leave at five. And I didn't. I would stay longer. I would work harder for that person's dream than anyone else in in the office, in particular, um, the last couple of jobs I had. Because I'm an entrepreneur and that's what we do. I was not watching the clock, but I still had this burning desire to like, not build someone else's thing. I want to build my own thing. So fears were, where's my paycheck coming from? Because the other thing too, is I had a few small businesses before this, this company is number six. Now five and six successful for sure, but the others, nothing. They they did, they paid the bills and I shouldn't say they weren't successful, but not to the extent that I wanted them to be. We kept food on the table and the rent paid and all that stuff. But, um, you know, it was like, after that last one, when we had our, our youngest, she's 11 now, I was, I went back to a job after that. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want the responsibility of chasing clients. I don't want the response. I told myself every fucking thing you could imagine. All the reasons you're probably thinking of not, of why you shouldn't start your own business. And eventually, you know, when I got back into my heart, back into my feminine, I was like, I can't work for somebody else. And my husband you know, he was a writer, 
bugged me like crazy and I, and I fought it. No, no, no. I want the paycheck. I want the paycheck. Eventually I was like, fuck this. I don't want the paycheck. We were doing this and we did it. And here we are. But there, there's a lot of fears, but also fear masquerading as a limiting belief, right? Like I'm too young. I'm too old. I don't have money. I, you know, I need the paycheck. I have kids like having kids is not a reason not to start a company. Like it's insane to me when people say that to me, that's a reason to start a company. That's a reason to start your own business. Even if it's MLM or anything like that, there, that's a, if you're prepared to work your ass off for it, that's a reason you don't think I'm always home with my, I don't miss anything from my kids. And I have four of them. Like I don't miss anything unless I'm traveling occasionally, whatever. But like most of the time we are both here for our kids. A hundred percent. They are, our youngest doesn't know a life where he, her dad and I are at jobs basically like she, so having kids, that's not a reason not to start your own business. Um, what else? What if it fails? Okay. What if it doesn't, what if it doesn't, what if you start looking at things like, what if it doesn't, what if this actually works? Like it's easy to look for what's wrong. Tony always says that you can, if you want to look for what's wrong, you'll fucking find it. But if you want to, you can look for what's right. What if it works? You know? Um, And so there's, there's a million different reasons why you can tell yourself, you know, but if you're an entrepreneur and this is speaking to you, start your own business, reach out to me. I'm happy to have a discovery call with you to, to hash out some business stuff. But like, if it's calling to you to do this, fucking do it. What are you waiting for? Like for me, my biggest fear is the fear of regret, like getting to 90, a hundred, whatever, however old I'll be looking back and being like, fuck, why didn't I do it? Why didn't I do it? That freaks me out more than anything else. That freaks me out more than not. I've been poor. I've been in housing when I was young. I don't give a shit. If you take all the money away from us right now, we'd rebuild it. No big deal. Like that doesn't scare me. What scares me is living a life where I'm not looking back going, holy shit, I kicked ass. And that's important. That's something you want to sit with because it's like every year you don't do the thing you want to do is every year you've not done the thing you want to do. Right? So I hope that was helpful for you guys. Um, I do want to share the new website so you can find me at karamccarran.com now. Um, there's been a revamp and you'll see it's a bit softer, but you know, really what I'm after is helping female entrepreneurs balance this masculine with the feminine because you don't want to burn out. So if you're looking to start it, how incredible would it be to start it off like this, where you can understand these, these dualities in you and play with them. You know, I get a lot of, um, I get a lot further in my feminine energy in business now, because I know how to use that to my benefit and I'm not manipulating and it's nothing like that. It's just understanding how to dip into the, the person in front of me, how I can see where their intuition is maybe lying to them or, or hiding from them rather. Um, so if you're interested, I would love, love, love to talk to you. There's going to be a lot more content like this in 2021. And that's it. I'm out of breath because that was fire for me. So I love you all. And I will uh, talk to you the next podcast. Bye. Bye.